Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Welcome back. Welcome back. How has everybody's week been? Um, Mine was going just fine until Deb texted me saying Julian Edelman just got cut by the Patriots. And then... He posted a three and a half minute long video that made me sob on the way to my workout. So my week was going well until that. For those that don't know, I am a huge Julian Edelman fan. Um, In fact, I have a list of baby names for if and when I find someone to procreate with. That sounds so romantic. It is exactly as it sounds. Um... And Julian is on there, both for a boy and a girl. And now as I say that out loud, I realize I actually hate it, but I have that on there for, you know, inspiration when the time hits. I don't know. So anyways, that's that's how the start of my week is going, which hopefully things get better from here on out. Um... Also, I forgot to mention that I woke up with one, only one blood bloodshot eye. It's now 2.45 p.m. Still no fixing. I looked up what it could be, which is a really bad idea because it's like it could be strained from the computer. It could be pink eye. It could be your eyeballs about to fall out. So that, you know, that's another thing going on. In terms of music that I'm listening to this week, honestly, I still have the Justin Bieber album on repeat. And one thing I wanted to say about that is that I walked by my sister the other day while she was on a conference call for work and I heard her say, honestly, I'm still listening to the Justin Bieber album this week. So all of that to say that the apples fell pretty close together from the tree, far from the tree, whatever, whatever, however I would repurpose that analogy for this situation. Um, obviously also listening to the Taylor Swift album, um, the new release of Fearless. I feel like I don't have to clarify that, but in the event that I do, that's what I'm talking about. Um, And actually, a friend of mine texted me and some guy from her past just came back this past week, as he always does, kind of like in six-month increments. And she was like, I'm listening to You're Not Sorry, and it feels just about the exact same as it did 12 years ago when I was going through this same shit with this same guy. And in my head, I was like, oh, yes, I can relate. I remember listening to the Fearless album the first time around and feeling all the feels despite being very single at age 13. And then now at age 26, literally nothing, nothing has changed. So... I'm also listening to, it's called Heartbreak Anniversary. I find the the author's name or what do you call them? Artists, artists, such as I just stroke out. Um, The artist's name is called Givian, I think. I'm pronouncing that like Gideon from Criminal Minds, but with a V. So anyways, I found out about this song because there's this TikTok account that I follow called The Hockey Guys. And they did a TikTok to this song and I am obsessed with them. Um, they're definitely all like 21-year-old 5'11 hockey players that are like, they don't play for like a school. They're in Canada, I think. But they're just like so mushy and so cute and I love them. And um, so I've had that song 
on repeat this week. Um, speaking of my sister earlier, she, she, let me tell you, let me tell you this story about this weekend. Sorry, Larissa, I'm going to put you on blast here. So I went out for my friend Lauren's birthday on Saturday and there was lots of tequila involved. And one of the reasons for that is that as Lauren says herself, I taught her to drink tequila. So we're drinking and the Uber situation in Boston has just been not good. Like Deb and I tried to go out for a dinner on Saturday night and gasp, I had to drive because we couldn't get an Uber. It was like had been 10 minutes of us trying, trying, trying and nothing. And so on Saturday when I went out, I basically put Larissa on retainer and was like, please just be around so I can give you like a half hour to hour notice for when I need you to come pick me up because I don't know if I'm going to be able to get an Uber and I don't want to be stranded at Beacon Hill Pub. Obviously, I could stay with Lauren. I could call Emily. It's just the matter of the fact is that I want to be home and in my own bed. So anyways, she'd been doing DoorDash and whenever she does that, her and her girlfriend will do it together so that she doesn't have to get out of the car or whatever. So they pick me up after I've had some tequila. We're like chatting and my sister had told me earlier in the week or whatever, however long ago, that she was going to be going to Florida this week with Monica and their friends. So I was like, hey, Monica, are you excited to go to Florida? And she said, Florida? Question mark. And so then Larissa is eyeballing me from the rearview mirror. I'm eyeballing her. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I was like, did you lie to me? Which is like not, Larissa doesn't really lie, like she doesn't lie to me. So Monica was like, I thought you were staying in Lowell for the week. And I've never wanted to throw myself out of a car onto Starro Drive more. And like, I've been in a lot of Ubers where I thought I was going to throw up and get charged $200 and that moment topped it. And I was sitting there like, holy fuck, what did I do? Oh my God, what is going on here, pure panic. And then turns out that they were just pranking Gib and thought it was so funny. And I was like, I literally thought I've, I've not been that stressed in a really long time. So they thought it was funny to pull this little prank on me. Um, obviously, in my mind, it wasn't actually funny just because it was very stressful for me. So yeah, so in other news, my Snapchat memories this week brought up a memory of Deb and I from <clears throat> three years ago, like 2018. So spring of 2018, <clears throat> excuse me, five seconds of summer. If you guys aren't familiar, they're, they are an Australian band that got found out, I think on YouTube. They opened for One Direction a bunch of times, which is how we found out about them. And I've seen them in concert a bunch of times, both Deb and I have together. So they released an album that spring, and then they decided that they were going to do a small, intimate tour. So for anyone that's familiar with like the Boston concert venue circuit, deep, really back deep into your mind to remember, because it's been a long while since we've been to concerts, but they were going to play at Paradise, which is a tiny, tiny venue right near BU, actually. It's like, it's two, no, it's not two floors. That's House of Blues. It's small. It's like very small. And obviously tickets were nearly impossible to get. So the first, so 
let me preface this by saying that some people are stock market traders, right? And then some people like myself basically do the equivalent when it comes to buying tickets for concerts. So for those that don't run in the concert circle, basically when tickets first go on sale through like Ticketmaster or whatever, you need to know that just because you get tickets then doesn't mean you're getting the best deal. Usually what will happen, inexperienced people will just take any tickets that they can get because they don't think that they're going to be able to get tickets otherwise. So you might get stuck up in the balcony up in the garden where you're basically falling like falling to your death. Or you might also get quote unquote floor seat tickets that are hundreds of hundreds of dollars, but you can't actually see from the stage. So, you know, when you run around the circuit, like, you know, which ones you want to grab up first or alternatively, sometimes when tickets go on sale and you can't get tickets right away, you know that you're better off holding off to get tickets on like StubHub closer to the ticket to the concert date because what will happen is people buy them with the intent of reselling and making money but as the tickets don't sell they price starts going down because they just need to get rid of them otherwise they're at a loss so it's a waiting game similar to stocks knowing when to buy or sell see um knowing when to take the plunge on concert tickets so the first time that the tickets went on sale, like through the, you know, verified Ticketmaster, we weren't able to get seats or not even seats because the Paradise doesn't have seats. It's all standing room. So we decided, you know what, we're going to we're we're still going to go. But we're going to manifest this, put this in the universe, universe. This is what we want. Please listen to us. We'll just keep an eye on StubHub for tickets. So weeks go by and we're keeping our eye on it. We have it marked off on our calendar. Like for all intents and purposes, we're going. We just don't have tickets yet. And again, this is something we'd done before one time. Um, my friend and I at the time, we bought tickets to go see Five Sauce a half hour before the show started. And we got an awesome deal. Like that's, you know, you have to play the field. So we get to the day of, I'm looking all morning. Tickets were still close to $300, if not more. And I'm like, it's okay. We're gonna. I'm still trying to put this out into the universe. Law of attraction. I can have whatever I want. And we even discussed like, Deb, should you still drive in and us try and, you know, just like once you're here, figure out should we go to the box office? Everything was like sold out, sold out, sold out. So finally, we're like, you know what? It's fine. We are just gonna give up. Um, there's a good chance that they'll do another. Um, leg of this tour in Boston and do like a bigger venue and that this was just like a warm-up so we basically give up then maybe two hours before the concert I get a text from a mom who I used to nanny for and house it at the time and her and I had a very very we still do have a great relationship the reason being that I attend all the same concerts that her middle school girls attend yes I am a teenager at heart Obviously, I'm talking about going to a Five Seconds of Summer concert, um, though they played with um, Chainsmokers at one point, so they've kind of elevated their game. So like this mom and I have gone to all of the same concerts in the past couple of years. She took me to my first Sean Mendes concert, like we're bros. So she texts me and she was like, oh my God, Gabby, I think I might have tickets for you tonight. And I was like, what? Basically, what happened was she bought a pair of tickets on StubHub. 
She has two girls. She bought a pair of tickets on StubHub. And she wasn't convinced that they were going to be legit. And so she went ahead and bought two more. And she was like, honestly, they might not work when you get there. But if you want to take the risk and you and Deb go and like potentially get turned around, then, you know, that's obviously up to you guys. And as long as you guys, you know, don't mind keeping an eye on the girls for me. And I was like, that's the easiest job you've ever given me. So she gives us the tickets and we get in no problem. Um, and we saw Five Sauce at this like very intimate venue, which was so awesome. So yeah, that was like such a fun Snapchat memory to come up because I talk about a lot. Well, I guess I haven't really talked about it a lot on here, but I'm super into like law of attraction and manifesting all that stuff. And it happens all the time. And I honestly, I like forget how frequently it happens to me. Um, so it's kind of fun when something like that reminds me and I'm like, oh, heck yeah, that happened. So two weeks ago, I told you guys that I went to Portsmouth for Deb's birthday and I talked about how I met a guy at, at the bar and how I told him I had a podcast and how he thought that was super cool. So I left out some details, um, which I thought I would share with you because now there is there's I figured I'd share with you. So, um, where do, where, where to begin? Well, so first of all, when he asked me what my podcast was about, you know, I said anything and everything, which is technically my bio for my podcast, but that's just because I'm lazy as shit. And I'm like, how do you describe the nonsense that I talk about? Um, and then I was like, you know, I talk a lot about like dating and the dating apps or whatever. And he was like, oh, I want to get featured on the podcast. So naturally I was like, well, then give me content to talk about on the podcast and then you can be featured on it. Like take me on a date or something like, I don't know, something like that. Like, I was like, these are dating stories. Like right now we're just talking at a bar and then he holds my, <laughs> me and Deb's hand and he was like, I'll take you both out on a date tomorrow. And I want, I want to say that this is not the first time that Deb and I have been propositioned to be sister wives, nor is it the second time. And if I had to guess, probably not the last time. We jokingly go along, we don't go along being like, yeah, sure, we'll both date you. We're just like, haha, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, I did end up making out with him. Let's skip over that part. He only got Deb's number that night. Um, I don't really know how that happened, but he texts her the next morning saying, hey, did you guys get home safe? Can I have Gabby's number? At this point, I'm having my full diner hangover breakfast. I'm like multiple bites deep into a burger. Clarity is upon me. I'm walking with the Lord. The light is shining. Tank is clean. Like, I'm not talking to this man anymore. Like, that was a last night mistake kind of thing. This guy's 25 from the army from Georgia. It's just, it's a no-go. So we don't respond to him. So fast forward to earlier this week and I get a notification on Hinge that someone liked me. So I go and look at it and their opening line was LMAO, look who it is. And I was like, who the fuck is, I was like, is that a new opening line? Like a new, um, what do you people call it? Oh, oh, pickup line. Um, I was like, I've never heard that one before. And then I look and I realized that it was the man from that night who I thought was only up in New Hampshire for two weeks, but lo and behold, is still in the area and somehow in the entire state of Massachusetts and the surrounding New England states was able to find me 
on Hinge. So all of that to say that be careful um, with what you do on weekends and who you think you won't ever see again because sometimes you do see them again and they see, or I guess they see you on dating apps and it's horrifying. Last week, I also talked about, you know, going on a date with someone after only a couple messages exchanged and how that wasn't something that really happened to me and how like honestly I kind of think it's it's not that it's weird it's just like where is the line between I think you might kill me I literally don't know enough about you and then also we're talking for two weeks which as you guys have heard from the last couple weeks like that's my mo like that's been my thing unintentionally so I posted a poll on Instagram and 34 people voted yes that you would be willing to go on a date with someone after only a couple of messages exchanged. 23 voted no, but still 34 an overwhelming, I guess it's not overwhelming majority. Some might say that's just a majority, said that they would go on a date um, after a couple of messages, which shocked me. Um, And then I had a few people follow up and I wanted to share their intel. So first of all, One of my friends reached out who is of the LGBTQ plus community and was like, no, you need to just go rip the bandaid off. Like, what's the point? You kind of have to um, just, you know, delay, not delay the inevitable, cut to the inevitable, whatever, cut to the chase. Just if they're going to suck, just like let it happen quickly. And then he also added up that gays move fast. And maybe that is confounding some of the, is that the right word? Um, Colluding? You know, maybe that's like interfering with some of my results. I don't know. And also I can say that I agree with that. I have some other people in my life who are a part of that community and can, can, can affirm, is that what I'm trying to say? Can, yes, they move fast, fast, fast movers. Um, And then I had another friend of mine, Bridget, reach out And she was saying how when you let it go on for too long, it gets to the point where you're basically a pen pal. And I couldn't agree more. And I have a story to add about being pen pals. So a couple weeks ago, I talked about that guy who ended up finding a girlfriend during quarantine and whatever. And one of the things that happened when we like first started talking, so we went on a date on a Friday, we hung out on Saturday. And then we continued talking all of the next week, obviously. And then we both were going to be on vacation that following week. And he knew that. And he still had made no reference to hanging out again, going on a date again, like nothing. So I grew a pair of balls, apparently. And I was like, are like, are we pen pals or what? Like something I was like, are you going to ask me out on a date again? Or are we pen pals? And his response was, well, we've met. So we're technically not pen pals, but... And then I think he, I think he added like, yeah, we'll hang out again. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I should have known at that time that like that kind of sassy remark was just not going to fly with me. But all of this to say that I do fall victim to the pen pals. I mean, heck, I almost became an army wife for someone that I didn't even know. So I think this is something that I need to start putting my mind to and trying to like, let's reach a middle ground, maybe a day of messaging and then you ask me out on a date 
universe, if you're listening, that's what I'm going to try and move towards. Um, And now I've filled this entire episode with no new stories of dating this week because um, I've been too lazy to swipe, um, which is just the, that's just about the norm. This happens. I go in waves. So I'm filling, I'm filling the week, the episode um, with lots of other gibberish. And that is all that I have for you guys today. Um, I hope you all have a great weekend. I'm not going to talk about the weather. I'm not going to talk about the weather. I'm not going to talk about the weather. And yeah, let's get after it. Thanks again for listening.